Hello again, everybody, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Con Job. I'm Ryan Withy, and my co-host, as always, is Alexa Hart. In this week's episode, we talk about some recently canceled conventions, as well as some conventions that are still scheduled to go on in the not-too-distant future. We finish up with an in-depth view on vendor etiquette. Have a listen and enjoy. All right, and welcome to this week's show. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with uh, some 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 news. Uh, we're recording this at it's four thirty Eastern time on Monday, and we just had some some additional canceled convention that just came up. So we want to actually go over some of the ones that came up over the past few weeks and just kind of talk about them. So the first one uh, would be Fanboy Expo Knoxville, and I yeah. we had go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's, it's disappointing. I mean, we, we talked to Dave a couple weeks ago and, you know, it, it felt like they were doing everything they could to make that show happen. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, like he was saying, uh, it, it wasn't really up to him. You know, if it's, if it's not really up to him, it's up to the convention. So I wonder if we can maybe talk to him at some point and get some more, get some more info as to what, what caused it to cancel. I'm sure there's, you know, something that came up because I know he said he really enjoyed the Knoxville one. So. Yeah, and I, I think they were. I think Fanboy was bending over backwards to try and make things work. Um, from from what I have understood, there were some there there were some pretty strange requests that they were making that was going to make it hard for the vendors to do as business. Far, as far as the rules go, for like being well, inside. It, um, well, I think uh, there was a, a weird thing with you know with the capacity, but there was also I. I I can't allude to it because I, I know what it is, um, but I just I, – I can't talk about it without, you know, without putting it out there. Um, but it was – I know, I know. But it, it – look, long and short of it, I, Dave made a choice because, you know, one of, the, one of the, the requests was a little over the top and would have made it harder for the vendors at the convention to do business. And I, I got to thank him, you know, for, for saying, you know, look, wh- that's where I got to draw the line. So it was, it was the right choice at the end of the day. That's good. Good to hear. Good to hear that he had us in mind. Um, another one would, would be the, actually a, more than one in this case, the, the Leaky, Leaky Con. Yeah. I, you know, that was something that kind of came out of left field. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, to be honest, I'd kind of forgotten about LeakyCon um, just because last year was kind of a debacle for a lot of vendors. Uh, the year that I went was, uh, was definitely, it didn't run smoothly, as smoothly as what I would have hoped. Um, so I kind of have put them out of my head, but they're doing two events. We're doing two events this year. Um, one was in Orlando. Um, the funny thing about the Orlando event is there's a horror convention I think it's the same weekend that um, that Leaky was scheduled. Um, that's still going on, and it's you know it was three weeks before you know the next fanboy show, um, you know down there. So that that one that one's kind of interesting. But the other one is Denver. Uh, yes, and you know you and I talked in in pre about this. Like that that has some some interesting ramifications just because. 
of the other convention that canceled, which is well. Well, hang on before you get into the other. Oh, one, sorry. I just I, no, no. Because the other one you're going to talk about is also in November, and here we are, barely into June. So we're talking five months from now that they're that they're canceling. It's just it's really. Uh, I don't know. I, call me crazy, but this is, I feel like this it's really a bit early because there's ones that we're talking about that are still open in August and you know right September, there's there's October, ones that we're doing in a couple weeks like in a couple weeks you you're doing one this coming weekend exactly so it's like I just feel like they're they're really you know being a little uh, crazy with this one but it, it could it be what do you think maybe they're taking their like hey we have one chance at canceling. Because if they don't cancel and then they they the the state allows them to do it later, you know, as we get closer, and then they decide that they don't want to do it, they can't just back out because of the contract. You think that the the state is kind of or whatever the the convention center is giving them that out now, so they're just taking it. What well, else? Could, what other reason could there be? I mean, I I highly doubt that they're that the convention center itself is giving them the out. I mean, they could be. Yeah. I, I, who knows, but yeah. you know, they might, they might have a, you know, a cancel clause in these, in these contracts that, you know, that allows them to cancel if it's, you know, if it's less than X amount of days out, Yeah. you know, yeah, I guess maybe we'll that's really no. Um, I actually reached out to them to, uh, to come on the pod and they, they, they declined for now because they have, uh, they're working at kind of half capacity. And uh, they just said we just wouldn't have time to really sit down and do it. So, right. Um, well, hopefully we can get them on and talk to them because I mean, I, I'd like to know like the the reasoning behind why so many of these cons are canceling so early. Right. Right. Which kind of kind of kind of leads us into the next November exactly. con that canceled. I didn't you mean know. to cut you off earlier. Continue. No, no, no. I <laughs> I thank you for cutting me off. Yes. Um. You know, the next one is uh. You know, is in Denver as well. It was Denver Comic Con, which is you know, Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. And, and they had, they had postponed it once already and pushed it to right. Thanksgiving weekend. And now here they are canceling so far ahead of time. So, yeah. And you know, the, the report is with that one that the convention center has opted to keep the, uh, or the, the city has opted to keep the convention center as a hospital for potential COVID patients, which even that, I mean, remember New, I, York, New York was still doing that as of, as of early May. Right. I believe. Right. Yeah, and, so they, I mean, they kept that open. They, uh, New York comic-con kept that option still open of having the show. So why are they jumping the gun here? Well, it's because they, they've extended the contract. So basically I look, this is complete speculation, but I think, you know, I think some of these cities have said, you know what, there's going to be an easy way to not have large, large events and gatherings. Let's, you know, let's make it to where the convention centers can't function. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it sounds crazy saying that a city could be sabotaging itself, but it could very well be that they, they don't believe that they need these larger gatherings currently because it could bring in, you know, could bring in people that are contagious or what have you. So, I, I don't know, you know, Denver's a, a big blow for a lot of people yeah. because I mean, God, let's be honest, man. You know, I know vendors that, uh, you know, 30% of their year is Denver comic-con 
you know, 60% of their year is, uh, you know, San Diego Comic-Con. And then, you know, the rest is the other small shows. You know, you've got vendors that San Diego Comic-Con is, you know, 50% of their year and New York is 50% of their year. And that's the only two shows they do. Like there's, it's so crazy right now. Like I feel bad for some of these vendors. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It's, uh, it's, it's tough. You start to see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and just to quote a Metallica song, it seems that that light is just a freight train coming your way. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's very true. You know, I was thinking more like a, uh, more like an 18 wheeler, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping as, as we start, you, you do the show, this coming weekend and then uh tampa happens in july i just i'm hoping that we can just get into some bit of a routine to where you know some of these ones that are mid-sized to larger just just run and you know maybe the little ones kind of go by the wayside for a year but i just hope we can kind of one builds on another which builds on another another and then you know well yeah, I think we're going to I think we're going to start seeing some sort of traction unless I mean, let's be honest. Tampa Bay I I hate to put un, unneeded pressure on the Imaginarium guys, but I mean, how Tampa Bay performs is is going to be an indicator for a lot of things for the rest of the year. You know, it's going to be an indicator for, you know, just attendance. It's going to be an indicator for, you know, sales. It's going to be an indicator for how we're going to be able to deal with this because, you know, I mean, you know, you know that there's going to be some sort of article that comes out about Tampa Bay Comic-Con and that there's a huge outbreak in Tampa after the Comic-Con, two weeks after the Comic-Con or eight days after the Comic-Con, you know, it's going to happen. Like, yeah. you know, it's going to happen. And, think, you know, do you think that there might be some, uh, uh, some sort of protest going on. And by protest, I don't mean what's going on in today's world. I mean, protests in terms of people saying, you know, don't go in, you're going to, you know, COVID lives in there kind of thing. You, think I, that you know, I mean, I'm going to be real catty for a second. I feel like there's two or three vendors that might be doing that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there are some people that are so <laughs> open about any conventions happening. And are they going to go there just to? No, no. Uh, obviously, no, they're probably going to. They're probably going to make some some pretty catty posts, and right. you know, because I've already seen those kind of posts, like trashing trashing conventions that are looking to go forward. Um, but I, I think, I think you're going to see. You're not going to see anybody outside protesting because then they'd have to. They would. Be, they would be the biggest hypocrites ever. Yeah, because they'll be in a large group, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So no, I don't think that would be see... great. Then we could be like, oh, <laughs> I, it would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, I think you're going to see. I honestly think you're going to see. You know, you're going to see a lot of uh, nasty commentary on some of the vendor groups. Um, you know, maybe rate that Comic Con. Um, definitely the uh, the you know the Facebook page page for for that show. Um, I think you're going to see. You know, the moderators of those areas are going to gonna get a workout but yeah sure. I, was gonna, I was about to say they're gonna be on there uh they're gonna definitely get their money's worth even though they're probably not getting paid right and so uh let's go into the latest one that actually came out as of today for cancellations <laughs> uh and uh, rhode island yeah which is also in november 
on yeah. the complete other side of the United States. You know, and it's funny. Like, from what I understand, they haven't notified vendors. Yeah, I have not seen anything. I've not seen, I've not received an email. I got the, I got a text from a friend about it. And then we saw it on our, on our, you know, on our, uh, what do you call it? In our little vendor group. Yeah. But I haven't seen anything. Uh, you know, well, I got to tell you, like, we're going to talk about some etiquette later. And maybe, maybe we talk about, uh, you know, something similar to this later, but you know, that's, that's poor form. I got to tell you, like, I feel like the vendors should be notified first, right? Yeah, they really should. The guests and the vendors and the artists obviously should be notified first, just as a courtesy, because I'm sorry, you know, that's like founding, finding out that, you know, your dog died from the vet. Because nobody, well, I mean, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Your dog died while you were sitting at home and you thought your dog was okay. I guess that's the thing. Like, you know, or you find out from like your friend that your dog died. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, you're not finding out from the source, you're finding out second and third hand. And that's, I'm actually on their site now and it's, it's, it actually shows it, which, which leads me to believe, well, shows that they they updated their site why wouldn't they have just sent out an email to their to their vendors you know but uh, because why would we do that yeah even if it's just an email saying hey you know we've made the unfortunate decision to cancel um you know we're trying to examine all the options that are going to be available for vendors you know please give us a few days to uh, you know to to get a uh, to get an answer for you guys or maybe these conventions that are going to cancel you know, maybe they just say, hey, these are the options because they maybe you don't announce that you're canceling for another few days until you figure it out. Like, come on, get it together, guys. Get it to freaking together. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in uh, the little press release that we saw that obviously we didn't receive ourselves, there was uh, no mention of refunds. And I guess, you know, we can probably do it in, in long form. We could do a, a podcast on our own about the options of refund versus rebook for the next one, you know, and, and what those, what those could be. But I, I you know, I, I feel like they should at least offer, you know, Hey, we're, we're, we're not doing 2020. We'll be back in 2021. So you can either get your money back or, you know, push, push it to next year. Right. Yeah. Well, I, man, I don't know. The, the rebook things kind of, it can, they concern me a little bit and not for some of the big shows, but yeah. kind of for some of the big shows. Um, but also like, how do you, I guess the, uh, you know, those books, how do you, you know, how do you account for that in your taxes? Because I know, you know, I, I claim every single fee for a show that I've done, but now the show's canceled. So I've still got the fee. I had no income, you know, I, I feel like it's going to throw that off too. And that's, that's a, a minor thing considering, but it's still a thing. Like you got to consider Absolutely. a lot of different things. Um, you know, something that, uh, that I, I commented on in, in one of our groups, you know, the, the, the verbiage for Rhode Island is very interesting. And a lot of conventions are doing this. Um, they're using the, the verbiage as postponed, not canceled. Because a lot of these ticket services, if you postpone and you give an ex- you give another date, 
they don't have to refund your tickets because it's a postponed event. If it's canceled, then they have to give the refunds. And what's ridiculous is, I'm sorry, if you are not having another date this year, it's canceled. It, it's canceled. Yeah, absolutely. Bottom line, if you're not having the event this year, you've canceled it. I don't completely. care who you are. No, completely agree. Because everybody, you know, in this, as far as we're concerned, everybody knows, you know, each show is at a yearly at a yearly thing. So if it's not happening this year, it's not happening. So it's canceled. Yeah. Or it's just not, you know, or it's not happening, which is the same thing as being canceled. There's no, I mean, no, you postpone to later, you cancel till next year. Yeah. What do we know? We just work here. Yeah, exactly. Well, classify work. It's a loose, loose term. It's true. You know, we don't do much work. <laughs> so, um, do we want to kind of talk about any kind of the, any of the upcoming conventions? I mean, you know, there's, I don't, I don't want to go too far out because, you know, we could always, we could always come back to these and revisit. Maybe, uh, obviously we can talk about what, what's going on this weekend. Right. Yeah. And you've got the list up, don't you? Do you have the list of the upcoming ones yeah. coming up? Mm -hmm. Okay. Why don't you talk about those and then I'll talk about, about, uh, so, Arkansas. Well, yeah, let's go into Arkansas since that's coming up first. Yeah, I mean, so Saline County Comic Con is just a little north of, uh, of Little Rock. And I don't know if, if anybody has been keeping up with anything going on outside of their small bubble and obviously national events. But uh, Arkansas really didn't do like stay-at-home orders. They didn't do like shutting everything down. Um, you know, there were shutdowns. There were limitations but they never went into a full stay-at-home order. Um, and that's, that's huge because that state's economy has kept rolling at least a little bit. Um, but there's still a lot of people that are staying at home, you know, businesses that shut down, yada, yada, yakety, smackety. Um, but these guys, it was scheduled to be um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And they moved it um, because of some guidelines and whatnot. But, um, you know, the, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, they have a maximum capacity in this building because it's a small building of like 225 people. Um, so do I think that we're going to hit that capacity? Absolutely. Um, you know, do I think that it's going to be packed, quote unquote, packed? all day, every day, you know, on both days. I don't think so. I think we're going to end up seeing, you know, I think it's going to be busy and I think it's going to be steady. Um, you know, but we'll see. We're going <clears> to, <throat> you know, excuse me, we've already talked about, you know, doing a, uh, you know, doing a, a live type, uh, type thing from the event. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully I won't be able to do it until, you know, the end of the day because I'm so busy with, uh, with people and I don't know what to do with myself. Correct. Um, hopefully we can, uh, we can always hope. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I am a little nervous because you know, the, the booth, it wasn't expensive. It was like a $225 booth. Um, you know, they're, they've limited the amount of vendors that are going to be there. I, I honestly feel like outside of collectibles vendors, like, I'm probably, well, I probably am the most unique vendor that's going to be there. Um, so hopefully that's, that's good for me. I'll be able to tell you once I, uh, once I roll in though. Okay. Um, uh, just looking at the list of the ones that, 
kind of we had that we were looking at potentially attending. Obviously, there's uh, Tampa, which right. we've, we've talked about, you know, a, a ginormous amount. There's also, uh, I know it's closer to the end of the month, but GalaxyCon Raleigh. Right, so which is the same weekend as Atlanta. Atlanta, exactly. So, and uh, we, we know Atlanta's happening because we saw the emails because uh, we spoke to Stephen from Imaginarium. And, uh, and GalaxyCon, from, all, from everything I've seen, um, that's happening, which is also the, the 30th. You know, and I wouldn't mind um, Casey... Um, she's the, I, I don't know her official title, but I, I understand that she, she either works in programming or she works with the cosplay guests. I wouldn't mind getting her on just to kind of, kind of chit chat with us or maybe Ursula, who's the, uh, who was the vendor coordinator. If she's still the vendor coordinator, I'd love to get her on, um, just to talk to them about what's going on with them too. Okay. <clears throat> that sounds good. And uh, another one that's happening is uh, South, South Carolina Comic-Con, which is July uh, 18th, I believe, 18th, 19th. It's a two-day show. Okay, so it's right after... Uh, right after um, Tampa. Or, yeah, right yeah. after Tampa. Is it, is it the weekend between Tampa and Atlanta? Yes. It's oh, wow. Green, this one's in Greenville. It's a two-day show in Greenville. Greenville, South Carolina. Yep, yep. What else uh, we got that, going on? Um, that's all I see as far as the ones that we have. I mean, San Diego obviously is canceled and, uh, what else is out there? I know amazing Vegas was canceled a while back. That was, yeah. Uh, anime expo was canceled, obviously. So is uh anime blues con down in Memphis. Right. Right. Um, another one in July was, uh, Otacon. I believe that one got canceled too. Now, I can't remember specifically. I keep seeing something about anime Metsuri. Um, which is different from Holiday Matsuri. Um, but Anime Matsuri, I keep seeing something floating around about that, but I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if their dates are confirmed or what, but I think they were supposed to be in July. Yes, they are. Uh, that's July 9th through 12th in Houston. Yep. Yeah, that one is the 9th through the 12th, which is the same weekend as Tampa. Um, and it's a four day show. But I believe that one got moved to August. Uh, I'm on their site now. Yeah, it says uh, it's uh, August 20th through 23rd. Woo! Man, so many so, shows that weekend. Yeah. Or at least so many shows are scheduled for that weekend. For the, yeah, as of now, yeah. they're scheduled. At least they have not canceled, so that's a good thing. That's true. I, I, I'm looking at the show schedule and all these shows that are like that have canceled and re- reassigned and postponed and moved and just done whatever. Like there's so yeah. many that I'm like, wow, that's yeah, that's a whole weekend lot. of August is a yeah, that's a busy weekend in August. Yeah, yeah, that weekend of the twentieth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's so, kind of interesting. We'll, we'll talk about the August ones uh, on a different show, but yeah, July. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a lot out there listed. Um, I'd have to look into each one specifically to see if they're still happening or not. But um, I mean, there's. There's options, which is a good thing for us. Yeah. And hopefully hopefully they remain options. Right. Well, and there's one that's not on the list that um, is happening in June, um, just outside of St. Louis, just a little bit south of St. Louis. It's a single day charity show. Um, There's a a police officer and his uh, his wife. They uh, they put it on and it's called Heroes for Kids. Um, I'm going to test it out this year. I wasn't able to last year because I was out of town, I think. I think it happened the uh, the same week as Fanboy. So, um, 
so yeah, I was coming back from Miami, um, you know, stopped in uh, Knoxville, did that show. And I think their show was the same weekend. So, um, you know, I'm going to test it out this year. Um, you know, the booth, the table is really inexpensive as a single day event. Um, you know, go down, set up some stuff and, uh, you know, maybe make 20 bucks. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and where is that one located? Um, I think it's in Perryville, Missouri, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Missouri. Got it. Perryville, Missouri. Okay. And, you know, like I said, there, there is a bunch of them out there. It's just a matter of uh, trying to figure out which ones are, uh, are still happening. Because, you know, when the anime Matsuri is listed for July 9th through the 12th, when you, when you actually go to their site, it's, it's moved to August. So. Right. And, you um, know, we've got, we've got one scheduled here in St. Louis for mid-June. Excuse me, mid-June, I think. Um, either mid-June or mid-July. And there's no word yet if it's happening. Is it St. Louis Comic Con? Yep. Yeah, that's July. Is it July? Yeah. yeah it's okay. St. Charles. Yep. Yeah, and I I hope we're gonna have an answer on that one soon. Um, one of my friends knows the uh, the promoter there, so he reached out to him to find out what's going on because I mean I'll do it. <laughs> It'll be a Comic Con. I'll do it. You know, and it's local, so it's right down the street from my shop. I don't have to. Uh, don't have to go very far if I run out of product, you know, when I run out of product. <laughs> yeah. Their site still shows July 18th. So that interesting. looks like it's on, on, uh, on scope. All right. So, we'll so what else we got um, to talk about today? I think we can get into what, uh, what everybody's here to here to listen to is, uh, our, the etiquette issues. <laughs> of course. They're all here to listen to that. Exactly. Vendor etiquette. And, and this uh, isn't like, you know, Oh, thank your, Thank your show promoter and, you know, bring your show promoter, you know, cookies and candles. And I mean, you can, obviously. Um, I hear that uh, that getting in good with the promoter helps sometimes. Um, no, this is more about like the things that vendors do that are just not cool. Yes. Like 100%. And I'd like to just start with one that we we spoke about on a previous podcast. Um, I, I don't want to name the show. Obviously, I'm not going to name the person. Um, but we had uh, where, where our booth was, was facing. We had a vendor booth. We were facing Artist Alley. And so the Artist Alley tables are in a line, kind of touching, right? And one of the guys was an artist, and he's sitting behind his booth. And he had, I'm guessing it was his girlfriend or his wife. And she was out there dressed Kind of, you know, kind of iffy. I mean, not not terrible or anything like that. But and she's like dancing and like, and nobody wanted to come down the aisle because you know she's out there in front of the booth dancing and making you know a big commotion. And it's one of those things where you don't you know you might get a few kind of guys come around just to watch her, but nobody's shopping, nobody's doing anything on that aisle while that's going on. And it's like, hey, come on, you're only allowed to have the little little area behind your booth. So that's one thing to me is a big no, no, you don't want to yeah. be, uh, you don't want to be doing, doing it. It's, it's great to draw attention to your booth, but draw attention to the booth, not to a person in front of the booth or a person, you know, that's going to keep people from coming down that particular row. Right. There's, I mean, there's a million things that we can, we can talk about from there, but I, right. to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, you know, when you're in artist alley, like you're, you're in artist alley, you're not, in Artist Alley and, you know, Performance Row. That's not how it works. You're supposed to be behind the table. You know, it's, it's not, 
we don't have you know sword sword eaters and you know and flame blower <laughs> so like that's not, that's not how it works <laughs> hey you know i'm thinking of the circus i'm thinking of the freak show like yes, yeah. you know we don't we don't get to do that that's not we're not you know we're a comic-con we're not a, a variety show and if we are a variety show great do your thing but you know have some have some respect for the people that are next to you because not everybody is going to go out and do that um you know one of the things that we didn't talk about that we kind of talked about um on the last uh on the last show was uh you know also if you're an artist alley you don't get to rearrange your your tables to create a you know and and a little cubby for yourself. Like you're supposed to be in line with the rest of those tables. You know, don't, uh, don't make yourself a booth is what I'm saying. Right. You know, yeah, no. that happens. That actually happens very often. It does. Yeah. You know, I, 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 we do, we do both artist alley or vendors depending on which show and stuff like that. But we see that a lot. Right. Yeah. I, it just, it floors me the amount of, floors me the amount of, uh, of people that, that don't understand. Like, hey, this isn't cool. I shouldn't do this. Yeah. Makes me a crappy person. Um, and then how about not even the people dancing or whatever in front of your booth? How about the people who just plop one of their chairs whether and it could be a vendor booth, forget even being an artist. Now move on to the vendor booth. They get some of the guys that just plop a chair out front, and they just sit there like you know, not not very inviting to the booth. They just sit there like they're ready to die. Look, one of, one of my best friend does it. Best friends does it. Like I I love this vendor to death. He's he's great. I want to strangle him sometimes though because like it, it's literally right in the middle of the aisle. Um, yeah. You know, but here, here's where it's acceptable. You know, say you have two booths and they're across from each other. Right. You have to be able to, to, to you know, see both the booths. I have zero problem with that. The, the, the times that I have problems is when I'm next to a vendor who has already built out his booth six to eight inches, maybe a foot, maybe two feet into the aisle. And then they've decided that they're going to put their chair out there and sit next to this booth that they've already built out, which effectively right, so now they're, now now they're, they're five feet out of the aisle. Yeah. The, now you're halfway out of the aisle. Three foot aisle right? Yeah. And you're blocking part of my booth and you know, you're, you're just sitting there hanging out, doing your thing. Don't mind and I, I, I can't tell you how many times that that's happened. And people have not shopped that corner of my booth because they don't want to be up on this person's business. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot to be said about looking inviting. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Which is, which is going to be on our five part series about uh, the retail of vending. Yes. That, uh, that's going to be coming up. So stay tuned. Dun, 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 dun. One other, um, one other thing is, uh, is the building of your booth. You know, I mean, everybody, we all know that, you know, we have those little, when we get to our booth, uh, we stroll in, uh, you have that, you know, that little line of tape that kind of, that demarks your, uh, your area, for example. And, you know, you're, 
sometimes when it's next to you, people, if you're there first, you move that little bar over. So you're like, all right, I can get a little extra space, you know, a few inches here and there. I don't think it's going to be a huge deal, but it's like when somebody does a, you know, a, a full on foot into your booth or something's hanging over into your booth or even as an artist. So all of, as an artist, our backdrops are always facing forward, right? So we get right. a corner booth, our stuff is facing forward. So someone walks up to us, they're facing us, they're facing our stuff. You shouldn't have your stuff on the backside facing backwards away from your booth. You know, some people will do that thinking, oh, I can get more, you know, I can get more uh, views. People see it coming from behind me. But now you're infringing on the person behind you. Like say you've got a banner that goes, you happen to have a, a thing that goes 15 feet in the air, but the guy who has the booth behind you only has one that goes 10 feet in the air. Now you got an extra five feet of, of space, but you're showing, you know, you're showing your stuff in his kind of area, for example. And I feel like that's a big no-no. I've seen that a few times and I've actually seen it where the one guy who did it, he was like, you know, somebody said something and he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And he took it, you know, he took down the pictures. So it was just a blank on the back. And he was like, you know, I had no idea and which was cool, but I have also seen it where, you know, obviously the person didn't take it down and it's, you know, that's not cool. <laughs> so I, I have a, I have a mixed view on this. Um, nobody like nobody owns the space above your booth. Um, Correct. And that's, you know, I feel like, for all the people that get upset about somebody who has a sign on the back, maybe they should have considered lifting up their booth. Um, it is tacky. I'm not going to lie. It's tacky as hell. But there's still that, like, you don't, you don't get to dictate what I have in my 10 by 10 space. So right, if I put up a sign... I put up. You don't think your ten by ten space should be your ten by ten for your, you know, the the direction you're facing, for example. Doesn't matter. You know, what if what if what if that's part of my sign? I actually have a back part of the sign. Well, why would your sign be backwards? I don't know. Maybe I do other conventions other than comic cons where I have, you know. Bring another sign. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying. No, I know. I know. Like my 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 thought is, you know. I, I get really tired of people saying, well, you can't have that because that faces into my booth. Really? It's still my booth and I'm not selling anything. So wh where, where am I, where am I in the wrong at the same time? It's still a dick move. Yes. Like, like it's still a dick move. Um, I will tell you I've only done it once and I did it intentionally there was uh, I was at a show and there's this competitor that I have had actually had. Um, I knew they were going to be at this convention for whatever reason they were, they were put right next to me, right next to me. That's awful. Uh, yeah. So this was also a vendor who was telling people at other shows that they were me. Yeah. Um, okay, the bad part. You want, you want to talk about etiquette. Right. <laughs> That's some tacky, tacky etiquette, please. There's, there's a, uh, there's a store here in town that when people ask if it's us, you know, as far as the glass goes, they tell them yes. Um, 
that's frustrating. Um, no, I, I decided, you know what, I'm going to make this sign and it's going to say, you're almost there. Don't stop at this black glass booth. Um, you know, just a couple more steps for the, the geek glass experts. Like it was, it was a little tacky, but it was also one of those like, <sighs> go away. I don't want to be that person, but go the hell away. <sighs> they asked to be moved when they saw oh. my setup. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so I took the sign down. Um, and everything was great. Because I'd made a mention to the promoter, and the promoter was like, not my problem. Which was interesting. It was the very last time I did their show. Tacky, tacky. I know, I know. Usually yeah. I'm nicer than that. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Let's not let's not put a false narrative out there. Hey, you know what? <laughs> You're a great heel. You're a great heel. It is true. I, you know what? I'm, I'm the antihero. I am the antihero. <clears throat> okay, I I can agree with that. I second that notion. So what else? Uh, what other kind of etiquette things do you have? Oh oh, here's one, and maybe I don't know. Maybe you can you can let me know if we're being a little picky on this one. So. Meg and I come strolling into our booth, you know, for setup day, and there's someone across from us. Okay, so we have a corner vendor booth, and there's someone across from us that has, like, two inlines, you know, booths, so two big ones, you know. And um, we get there, and they're setting up. It was a big comic book uh, shop thing, and, you know, they had tons of boxes where they're putting up and everything. And we get to our booth, and there's literally uh four mcdonald's bags there's like half-eaten burgers and cokes and like empty fry things just sitting on our table it's so tacky like okay good i'm glad you feel that way because i just feel like i mean golly you have you have a trash can and if you don't you bought mcdonald's you have a bag just right in the bag and put put it by your booth keep your stuff at least they left that stuff on your table and didn't just steal your table Oh no, that's uh, that that could be another one we get into because that's ridiculous. But, yeah, or chairs. But no, I, I the, the food thing just you know it's only happened to us a couple times and it's just like and then the two the guys that actually were setting up <laughs> as they got close to the end of setting up they legitimately got into a fight. They were screaming, they were yelling. That one guy, had, someone had to come break them up. They were ready to throw blows. Was I at the guy. show with you guys? I feel yeah. like I was at the yeah. show with you guys. You yeah. Were, yeah. I was like, wait, why is it that I remember this? Yes, because I think we called you over to like, oh my gosh, you're gonna fight, you're gonna fight. <laughs> I can't remember where it was. I can't but yeah, where that was. Um, no, you know, I, look, I I have nothing against crotch goblins. Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't have any myself, but uh, I got to tell you, man, there's there's a couple of conventions, and there's there's a vendor that I'm thinking of in particular who they don't pay attention to their kids. They just let them run around the vendor hall until setup is over. And even during the show, they let them run around. And they don't pay attention to them. The kids are obnoxious. They get in the way. And, you know, control your children. It is not our job to babysit as vendors. We babysit enough man children as it is. (laughs) And women. It's true. Women, children. Yes, exactly. But um, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's good for for that one. Do you have any other etiquette ones? Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, don't set up 
part of your booth into somebody else's booth. Um, you know, I, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody, you know, trying to push their, you know, their grid wall through the back of my booth or, you know, trying to, you know, set up too far out in the aisle. Um, music. Oh my God. Loud music, loud music, such a huge deal too. Like one, there's already, you can get in trouble for, with ASCAP if they come through and you can get the convention in trouble, but playing music that's like the worst yeah. even even like at a decent volume like i don't want to hear your music it's not a dance party it's a vendor hall and it should be a party it should be fun but maybe i don't like your music maybe your music is your speaker is pointed into my booth and i can't hear my customers that's happened right, to me more than once thing. We like to talk, you know, we like to talk to the customers and, and things like that. So it's kind of hard when you're hearing, you know, blaring music. Exactly. Exactly. It's not like some of the comic book shops, for the most part, you can just thumb, you know, a lot of the guys are just thumbing through and grabbing what they want. They don't have very many questions. So, you know, but that's not the case for everybody. Right. No, absolutely. Um, you know, I think past that, you know, I mean, not, <laughs> not leaving your van in the middle of the vendor hall with one box in it saying, oh, I'm almost done. I've got one more box because you're too lazy to take your truck outside and park across the street. Like, come on, come on. And I know a lot of vendors are going to feel attacked over everything that we're talking about because I know I have friends that do it. And it drives me crazy, friends. It drives me crazy. You know who we're talking to. Yeah. 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 You should feel attacked. <laughs> we're gonna lose like you know all 27 of our listeners hey we're up to 31 so relax. hey don't look sell, at that don't, don't say yourself short you're a tremendous slouch it's it's true you're a tremendous slouch god what movie is that from <laughs> Caddyshack. that's right that's right that's right um I, you know one one thing um and it's this is we didn't talk about this in in the pre but i want to i want to bring it up um, you know, there's, there's a lot of conventions out there. This is like the tacky vendor thing. Um, and this is like the biggest pet peeve of mine. Um, and then we can close it out, but you know, there's a lot of conventions out there that jury their vendor rooms. Um, and a juried vendor room is a big deal because the, the vendor coordinator is trying to get a good mix of vendors so that, you know, there's not too many of this. There's not, you know, if there's something that they may or may not care for, if they've had a bad experience with a vendor, you know, they can, they can say, you know, we're not going to have that vendor back, so on and so forth. There is, a, I, I've seen it over the past year and a half or so, there's a huge increase in vendors who have been juried out of conventions purchasing a booth from another vendor friend or purchasing yeah. a booth under a fake name and getting into these shows. And I got to tell you, that's like, that's kind of the lowest of the low. It really is. I, and I've, I've never called one of these vendors out before. I've seen it so many times. Cause I'm like, wait, I didn't think they were going to be here. They're not on the list. And then you go back and you look at the list and they're not on the list. You know, yeah, you know, they might have been called off of the waiting list, but I highly doubt it. You know, it's 
especially when it's a show that's 100% sold out. Um, so, you know, I get it guys. We want to get into these shows, but man, that's, it's tacky and it's, it's ethically wrong. Like we said before, we're all uh, carnies of a different circus, right? It's true. It's true. It's true. Sometimes, sometimes having a lack of ethics is good in this business. All right. So then I guess with that, we'll go ahead and call an end to this week's show. Do you have any, uh, any last parting words of wisdom? Um, you know what? Be kind to one another. Um, there has been a lot of, especially in today's world. Yeah. You know, here lately, there's been a lot of arguing within the, uh, the vendor community and guys, we're all competitors when we get onto the floor, but we're also all part of the same community. And if we don't, don't support one another and listen, then, you know, we're, we're just a terrible community of, uh, uh, of bad dads, I guess that's the best way to put it. Right, right. Yeah, well said. Oh. Well said. And leave us a comment if you have suggestions because, damn it, y'all are being quiet. Yes, it has been quiet lately, which is very upsetting, but we're, we know you're listening, so that's a good thing. Um, and again, uh, you can, when Alexa gets the Facebook page made in 2021, maybe we should say she's postponed the Facebook making. I will do it tonight. <laughs> I have I have so many things I have to go to the house and do tonight. I'm at the shop right now. I just fi- finished painting seven lanterns. I've got like 12 shipments to do. And as soon as I get done, I will go to the house and I will create a Facebook page for us that we will have on the live. We will actually, you know what we could do? I could do a live from the convention All this right. weekend. Perfect. Maybe I'll do that. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. And then, and then uh, nobody any, will be able to see it. <laughs> and anyone <laughs> anyone that wants to reach out to us other than the Facebook page that will be coming later today, uh, we have our email is uh, conjobpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, hopefully we can uh, make everybody happy. That's the goal. Indeed. All right, guys. Peace out. Till next time.